6.30 NSFM, South Africa's news and information leader. It's uh, lovely to be back with you again. A fine Thursday evening. It is the 5th of August, 2015. And why do I sound so excited? <gasps> 6th of August, 2015. Now I'm forgetting the dates. <laughs> it's just one of those things that happens later on in the week. I, I don't know why. I look forward to the weekend, mainly because I'm working on the weekends, which is uh, which is always the best way. 6th of August, uh, 2015. Oh, man, every time I think about the Olympic Games, I think in a year's time the Olympic Games will be on. It is the greatest sporting event of them all. I know I'm a football man, but me, let me tell you, you cannot compare a Football World Cup to an Olympic Games. It is something else. It is on a completely different level. It is the single greatest sporting event in the world. Just remarkable. Anyhow, uh, I could talk sport all day. There's so much to talk about. Wow, MTN8 quarterfinals. Very tense start. Chiefs getting off to a winning start. Eight goal thriller at F&D Stadium. We're going to be talking about all the uh, quarterfinals. We'll be catching up with representatives from uh, three of the four teams. Uh, we'll be hearing from some of the Chiefs players and coach uh, Steve Compella as well later on in the show. But we get into uh, your sports news first off, though. I can tell you that uh, things are really heating up in England. England on the verge of... Uh, successfully reclaiming the ashes. They're currently 208 for three in reply to Australia's 60 all-outs as the fourth ashes test edges towards stumps on day one at Trent Bridge. Stuart Broad claiming eight for 15 in just 9.3 overs as Australia became only the fourth side to be bowled out before lunch on day one. Football news, been a very, very, very busy day. Bloemfontein Celtic drawn against defending champions Kaiser Chiefs and will have home advantage for the first of the two-legged MTN8 semi-finals. Ajax Cape Town will play Bidvistbits in the other semi-final with the Clever Boys visiting the Mother City for the first game. First leg action will take place on the 15th and 16th of August, with a second leg set for the 29th and 30th of August. Further afield, Swedish club BK Hacken have confirmed the signing of former Kaiser Chiefs uh, defender Tefo Mashamaita in a two-and-a-half-year deal. Mashamaita has already been granted his work permit. He's available immediately for the Alsvenskan team, who are currently ninth in the 16-team league. Speaking of signings, Golden Arrows have announced the signing of Ryan Chapman on loan from Bidvestvitz. University of Pretoria have bolstered their squad by signing midfielder Bungani Nyati from Platinum Stars on a two-year contract. And abroad, Argentine winger Angel de Maria has completed his £44.3 million move to Paris Saint-Germain from Manchester United. Meanwhile, Bafana Bafana have dropped two spots to 72nd in the latest FIFA World Rankings released today. They play 17th on the continent with Algeria, Afghan holders Côte d'Ivoire, Ghana, Tunisia and Senegal, still the top five sides on the continent. Argentina remain number one globally, followed by Belgium, world champions Germany, Colombia and Brazil, while the Copa America winners Chile have entered the top ten at the expense of the Netherlands. Rugby News, the 2015 Curry Cup starts in Kimberley at half past three tomorrow afternoon as Western Province begin the defence of their title away to Chikwas. The second of tomorrow's Curry Cup fixtures is in Nelswaite, where the Pumas host the Sharks in a 6pm kickoff. Aquatics News, South Africa's men's water polo team made World Championship history today as they finished 12th uh, out of 16 competing teams at the tournament. On the swimming front, Cameron van der Berg and Ayrton Sweeney missed out on advancing. The men's 200-metre breaststrokes being eliminated in the morning heat. Chad Leclerc will be back in the water tomorrow, though, he goes in the men's 100-meter butterfly. Then just finally a netball. The 14th Netball World Cup begins in Sydney, Australia in the early hours of tomorrow morning. In what should be a closely contested affair, sixth-ranked South Africa will play world number five Malawi in the second match at Ace Arena. Malawi beat South Africa in last year's Commonwealth Games playoffs, but South Africa have a 4-3 lead against the Queens in their last seven encounters. That's your sports news.
It's time for the PSL Radio Show. For all you need to know about the Premier Soccer League, fixtures, results, and all the latest news. Proudly brought to you by APSA. Today, tomorrow, together. PSL Radio Show. It's FM 104-107. We have got to talk MTN 8 quarterfinal action. And Bitvis Fritz beating Supersport United 3-1 after extra time in the MTN 8 uh, quarterfinals. And uh, the man set up the opening goal with a, a beautiful little cutback and then capped it off with a fine performance. Final nail in the Supersport United coffin on Tuesday night was uh, Enrico Buitz. I'm glad to say he's on the line. Enrico, thanks for joining us. Hello. Uh, good afternoon, Dwayne. Good, good afternoon, listeners. Thank you. Now, uh, uh, before we go anywhere else, Enrico, just take us through that goal. So sweetly struck from such a long way out. Just describe that build-up and shot from your perspective. Yeah, obviously it was in, it was in uh, extra time. And, uh, you know, we, we were looking to... The score was still lost at 1-1. So we were looking to... to and actually, actually do, uh, Dane, Dane played actually scored. And it was after that. So we were looking to... To progress, and you know, we were anxious to get the, the final lane in the coffin. And the ball came to me, and uh, as I turned, I saw there was acres of space, acres of space in front of me, and I just, I just let rip. And uh, thank God, it, it just, it just flew in, and I, I was, I was ecstatic with the, with the goal. It was, it was superbly struck. Poor old Ronwin Williams is going to have nightmares about that for uh, for a long time to come. But uh, on, on, a, on, a, on a different note, I mean, how, how, did, how do you think the new signings like uh, like Dane, like Elias Palembe, contributed to to the team cause overall on Tuesday? Yes, obviously they they fitted in well. You know, they they suit the way we play, and uh, Gavin hasn't hasn't made signings just just for the sake of making signings. And um, overall, you know, we we had a hard preseason in. We, we we try different combinations and um, I think they they set up well. We 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 still not there where we want to be, um, but I think uh, so far I'm, I'm I'm excited. You know, the prospects of of challenging for honors in, in all the competitions we were competing. So uh, for myself, I'm just happy and and, uh, and I wish them all the best uh, for the rest of the season. Um, Enrico, you, you talk about the fact that this is a side that's capable of doing great things, but you're not. You don't feel you're quite there yet. What do you What do you think is is still lacking? Is it just the 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 early season cohesion that's not quite there yet? Yeah, obviously you no. Know, we we only started now, you know. So I, I would say it's still a little bit of cobwebs, you know, understanding between players, the balance of play, and uh, but that you only get by by playing week in week out. And um, you know now the league league in full force, uh, you know, starting starting on Saturday evening. I think the sooner we can we can hit the ground running and uh, and understanding each other. And um, you know, getting results, and we, I think we will just grow, grow stronger and stronger as uh, the each game we play. And you talk about playing week in and week out. Uh, you've been drawn against Dykes Cape Town for the MTN8 semi-final legs, but you also play them in on Saturday in your opening match in the league. So you're literally going to be playing Ajax week in and week out three times in three weeks. Yeah, and that it, it, that uh, that that can be an advantage, can be disadvantage as well. Um, I think the main the main aim is is on Saturday night. And in the league where, where our bread and butter is. And uh, we're looking for three points. We're playing at home. And, uh, you know, after that, next week, we play Ajax again in the MTN8. So, um, we, we, we're going to see, we're going to see them, uh, for, for some time now. And, um, I just hope we can apply ourselves and focus, uh, each game, each game at a time. And, uh, hopefully we will, we will come out victorious.
Now, but Misfits is a bit of a, a team that enjoys promoting the youth. But I mean, you're somebody who's, who's shall we call you what, some of the elder statesmen of the uh, of the squad with a, with a few other players. But I mean, you bring a, a load of international experience. You bring uh, leadership to the table. I mean, plus you're you you know you're somebody who's who's been around for a few years and has experienced yeah. a great deal on different stages. Do you see your responsibility to the team extending beyond that of just a player, Enrico? Yes, yes, exactly, Dwayne. First of all, I, I, am, I am still a player. I'm still playing the game, uh, which, which I love dearly. Um, secondly, obviously, my role, my role in, in some of the other senior, senior players in the team, uh, goes beyond than just playing. Uh, but, but, uh, does have a lot of exciting youngsters coming through. And, uh, you know, our job is to, just to, to lead them, keep them grounded, and try and instill, you know, that, that winning, winning mentality, because, uh, like you said, we've, we've seen it all. The likes of myself, Shepard, and uh, Malik Joseph, the name by the few. So um, our aim is to, to keep them grounded and, and keep them focused, you know, because uh, the coach can't do everything. Technical team can't do everything. So our job uh, runs a little bit further than just, you know, pitching up for the game and, and playing the game. So um, in that regard, I think I regard ourselves as, as quite important, important members of the team. Well, what do you actually put the longevity of your career down to? I mean, you say you still love the game and you, you're just delighted to still be playing. Well, how, how have you managed to survive as long as you have? Yeah, I mean, it's difficult, Dwayne, because, you know, a striker is based on scoring goals. Um, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm, I'm the best that has played in the PSL, not, not by a long shot, but what I can attribute my success and longevity is that I look after myself and um, I think the most important is, you know, you know, living a good and healthy life, and uh, it's just by grace. I love, I love my life by faith. Um, you know, God is God is greater than anyone, and He's given me strength. And uh, and I'm just, I'm just testament to all the young players out there and the older guys that you can play for as long as you, you know, you you, you can still go. So um, I'm just grateful for for the grace. And um, like I say, I learn, I learn new things every day. You can never stop learning in, in, in this beautiful game of football. I think there's uh, many spheres of life that uh, some people think they know it all, but uh, I suppose the, the ultimate secret is that you're never going to learn everything about anything. Right. Uh, Enrico yes. Burtis, you're a wise man, knowledgeable, that uh, we're not going to give away your age, but certainly you're still playing like a 20-year-old. And best of luck in your uh, opening league encounter on Saturday against Ajax uh, Cape Town. Thank you very much, Wayne, and uh, thanks for having me on the show. We continue on SFM 104-107 talking uh, MTN8 quarterfinals. The first team to book their place in the semi-finals was Ajax Cape Town, who actually shocked Orlando Pirates 1-0 at the Orlando Stadium on uh, Tuesday night. Uh, integral part of the squad. He's unfortunately injured, but he's agreed to chat to us regardless. Is uh, striker Nathan Paulson, of course, guided Ajax Cape Town to not only a top five finish in the league last season, but to the Nedbank Cup final just two and a half months ago as well. Uh, and he's on the line. Nathan, thanks for joining us. Hello. Hi, how are you doing? Um, thanks for having me, and uh, hi to all the, to all the SA FM listeners. Thank you very much. Now, uh, congratulations on the, uh, the win. It must have been particularly pleasing to get that victory away from home and maybe a little sweeter as well for Roger Desai, even though he wasn't necessarily on the bench, suspended for the game, to, to get one over his old team. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know it was a, a, a great team um, effort. Um, 
you know, and uh, um, what a way to to, to start this this and this season, you know, yeah, to to go on away from home, uh, especially you know since our um, away form hasn't been too too, too great, and to and to um, get one um, a big team like um, like Pirates was uh, impressive and and also uh, a great um, a great boost for our for our team. How good was it for for one of your new signings as well in Dabuka uh, uh, to to open his IX account on his competitive debut? I mean, that must be a great boost for the youngster. Yeah, I know it's it, it's always 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 uh, easy. You know, I'm 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 sure he will just he will just he will just uh, kick uh, on from 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 that because he was uh, 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 um, impressive in that in that, in that game. Uh, he worked um, extremely hard. You know, I, I think he he covered every 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 blade of of, of the grass. You know, so uh, yeah, I I was uh, very uh, um, impressed with his um, with his uh, game and and you know um, with his uh, goal and you know. Jim, you know, we, we are now in the, in the, in the semi-final. Nathan, I want, I want to ask you this specifically because uh, I think sometimes it's easier to analyse the game when you're not on the field of play. Uh, you, you were the only team, as Ajax, to, to actually keep a clean sheet in the MTN8 quarterfinals, and, and you did it against the side that's in form, that's playing against some of the best teams that Africa has to offer at the moment. I mean, w- what do you put that down to? Uh, I think it's, it's it's having a strong a strong core, you know. Look, we 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 haven't haven't sold any any, any players, which 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 has been has been a good, you know. Uh, so yeah, you know, just 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 and just keeping that that same back four uh, from 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 last year. Um, a large part of that of that, of that team that that and that played uh, was 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 the same team that. That's played in in the in cup final. Um, so yeah, I think you know uh, uh, everyone is is uh, aware of the of the of the of the role and and as a and as a team, I think we've 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 a child, you know. Um, I think you know uh, that 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 the fact that we kept a clean and clean sheet, you know, is due to uh, us, you know, being a, 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 a team, being being a refugee. Uh, other now for the past um, year and a half. I just want to ask you. Uh, I've just spoken to Enrico Buertas, and he was talking about the uh, the draw. Of course, uh, you, yeah. you put it against one another, but Vespitz and Ajax came down. It's a side that Ajax plays on Saturday in their opening league game as well. Uh, he was saying it could go either way, meeting a team with such regularity. But how, how do you feel about playing a side in competitive fixtures three times in three weeks? Yeah, it, it uh, happens quite a bit here in this in this, in this uh, league. Eh? I mean, uh, every you uh, always find that. But uh, uh, look, each 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 um, game is uh, new, you know. Uh, obviously, uh, teams do their uh, homework um, on each each each, each uh, other. But you know, uh, um, um, a league game and uh, a cup game is uh, a different affair, you know. So it's, uh, um, so yeah, we we just. Um, Approach each each, each game as uh, as, it, as as it comes. You know, uh, obviously, you know you you, you can't uh, read too 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 um, uh, much into vets uh, uh, because they uh, a big a big squad and 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 until you know he likes to uh, to play uh, uh, around with his and with his uh, team. You know, uh, um, uh, yeah, um, because he can. So uh, it's going to be a war as it always is. But uh, we um up for it, you know. So, uh, yeah, uh, I'll bring them on. 
Now, uh, we mentioned the top five finish in the league last season. We mentioned the, the fact that you played in the Nedbank Cup final just two and a half months ago. But despite being a generally young team, the results were there for Ajax last season. Uh, how difficult will it be to actually improve on that this season, though? Yeah, um, every, every every season is very a new, a new, you know, um, targets. You know, we we uh, obviously know that that uh, to um, um, emulate last last um, season, we are going to have to uh, put in um, a bigger, um, you know. But uh, I think you know, having having, having played a, a, a season, you know, with this with this young 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 team. You know, um, a year more um, experience. You know, so they um, they will uh, uh, adapt. They have adapted. You know, to this um, to this tough and tougher league. So look, I mean, it can it can only uh, improve for us um, because uh, we are a young a young team. You know, and they you know must just uh, stay humble you know, and work and work hard because. Um, I think from from hunting teams, you know, uh, they will be a bit more hunted now this this, this uh, year. But but I mean, I think they they we as a um, a team we are excited for for you know what 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 um, lies uh, um, ahead because uh, we have hungry players, you know, that that want to prove that, that they can, you know, hold their own uh, um, amongst the top in the, in, in the league. Fair enough. Well, Nathan Paul, sir, listen, uh, I certainly hope you, on a personal note, that you recover quickly from the thigh injury that's keeping you out of the start of the campaign. But uh, I hope to see you back in action soon. Thank you very much for your time on SFM tonight. Thanks a lot, Dwayne. Keep well. It's a pleasure. PSL Radio Show. SAFM 104 to 107 tonight talking MTN8 quarterfinal action and in Attridgeville last night, Bloemfontein Celtic eliminating Mamalodi Sundowns 4-2 on penalties after it was 1-1 following 120 minutes of uh, action. And the man that slotted the winning penalty is the Celtic captain, Bevan Fransman, who's on the line. Bevan, congratulations on the win. Congratulations on making it through to the semi-finals. Ah, thanks, Wayne. Uh, it was a, a massive win fight yesterday, so yeah. We're pretty chuffed about that. Just tell me about the penalty-taking order there, Bevan. I mean, usually the best penalty-taker is uh, in at number four. Last night, you were taking the fourth penalty kick. Should we read anything into that? <laughs> I, I don't know about where you got that info from, but yeah, I think the best should go first, uh, which was Lau's penalty, you know. I think those penalties, he, the one he hit was uh, one of those unstoppable ones, you know, no matter who was in goals. Yeah, no, fair enough. But uh, talking about the in goals, Tinyem, he looked pretty good in the uh, penalty shootout as well. Didn't look too bad last night either. Made a couple of crucial saves, especially down into his right. Uh, how hard has he been working in pre-season? Well, I think, you know, uh, it's, been, uh, it's been a good pre-season. Um, he's been putting some work in uh, like the rest of us. So, so yeah, I think, uh, you know, some of the, the saves he made yesterday it can be the difference in the game and in the end, I think he, he did make the difference with a penalty shootout. Yeah, you know, fantastic save from Manajila, the header, that was a certain goal, and mm. a fingertip save, Dolly's free kick, then onto penalties and perform some heroics there as well. Yeah, I think the one thing that sort of sums up your performance yesterday was uh, was your character and determination, your fighting spirit, if you, if you prefer. I mean, when, when you... Look at the game. Sundowns tended to dominate in periods, but Celtic continued to fight back every time, even when the goal came. I mean, 
is is that basically what it came down to? Do you feel that saw you come from behind and able to advance against Sundowns? Yeah, I think definitely. You know, the the, the team spirit and the, the fighting spirit the boys had yesterday, last night, was uh, unbelievable from from the front, from La Mola right up to GM, to the bench. So, so yeah, everyone was, uh, you know, really giving everything. So, yeah. Yeah, let's talk about the bench. Uh, Zuma, Lakay, and Dunga, they all made a huge impact in the game. Uh, how effective were your subs last night, do you feel? I, I think very effective, you know. Uh, I, was, I was really happy with the way the, the, the guys came in off the bench. Uh, you know, Lakay put in a good performance. Zuma, with, you know, he brought some some good attacking play. Um, a lot of penetration from him going forward. Um, and then even... Uh, we brought uh, Intanga in to sit next to Ndangani in the midfield, and you know he did a fantastic job in the midfield as a holding midfielder next to Ndangani. Yeah, who himself wasn't doing too badly. So he even, c- even continues to play with his head patched up after a bit of a collision in the in the middle of the park. Yeah, yeah he was our, our true soldier yesterday. Uh, you know, he left the field like he looking looking like a Division One English footballer. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, bandage on the head, blood, <laughs> blood pouring. Uh, yeah, he got some cramp. He ran the cramp off unbelievably. Um, yeah, it was just uh, pure determination from inside yesterday. Bevan, when you, when you when you look back and hear all the talk from Sundowns talking about the revenge for the five 0 from last season and knowing that Celtic have a, a, an infinitely inferior record to Sundowns down down the years, what does this result against a team that's been a, a traditional foe do for the uh, the tone for the remainder of the season? Yeah, you know, those those kind of talks are, are always from, uh, you know, sensationalized revenge, uh, 5 no. Um So, yeah, for, for, for me, I knew it was going to be a cagey affair. And uh, everyone was talking about a high-scoring game, but it definitely wasn't going to be that. Right. It was going to be a cagey affair from the start. Now, you're somebody who has a tradition of performing well against your former team, Kaiser Chiefs. Uh, you did so when you were at Morocco Swallows in particular, and uh, you continue to do so at Celtic. But the draw earlier today, putting you against the defending champions, Kaiser Chiefs, uh, Bevan. Uh, how do you feel about that draw, and uh, what are you looking at when you when you saw what Chiefs did in their first match competitively of the season? Well, uh, I watched the game yesterday, and, uh, you know, f- for me, everyone is talking about... Uh, the mistakes they did, but yeah, if you look at the mistakes, it was a new defense. Uh, things, things like that are bound to happen. Uh, but as a defender myself, I don't, I don't see them doing such things again. And you know, it's going to be a tough game against them. Uh, they also showed massive resilience to come from two 0 down uh, to pull it back five three. Um, you know, first half and the second half performance are all the parts. Um, so yeah, I think it's going to really be a, a, a tough game for us. Looking ahead, though, uh, in terms of league campaigns, you start against Pulaguane City in uh, Limpopo on Saturday. What, what are you looking at getting out of this season, uh, Bevan? Um, I think as a, as a team, we have to start uh, really pushing uh, to end up in the top four. Um, I think uh, last week we had a good go at it and let ourselves down in the last three games, uh, which was unfortunate. Um, we were in good position until then. So I think this year, you know, it's, it's possible. Um, I think we have a, a good squad of players and, and a good uh, a good team. Uh, so so for me, as, as far as I'm concerned, I think we should really have a go at it and uh, be in the, in the top five, top four.
Well, Bim Franceman, uh, inspirational leader that you are. Congratulations on slotting the winning penalty last night. Congratulations on eliminating Sundowns. Congratulations on drawing Chiefs. And best of luck as you start your league campaign against Pulukwani City on Saturday. Uh, thanks so much, Dan. PSL Radio Show. Because the Chiefs advanced to the semi-final of the lucrative MTN8 after their 5-3 victory against Maritzburg United at the FNB Stadium last night. Now, the reigning champions came back from trailing 2-0 to take a 3-2 lead before Sianda Kulu scored an own goal in the dying minutes of regulation time to take the game into extra time after a 3-0 draw in the 90. The Amakosi came back very strong in the second half and it was no surprise when man of the match George Libesi scored a brace to ensure that Amakosi had the upper hand over United. The 26-year-old Mamalodi-born midfielder has vowed to work hard this season. Yeah, I'll keep working hard. I'll keep grinding out performances uh, just to help the team win. The promise I can make now is to the fans that I'll work very, very hard. And I cannot pro- uh, promise a good performance, but I'll work very hard on the day. The understanding between you, yeah, yeah, and Shaba, how is it helping the team going forward? Yeah, we train a lot together. We've been playing together for a while now, so it just comes automatic. You know, when one is gone, the other one will stay. So it's just a good combination that comes from training. Yeah, I think they really take it from here. It's the first game of the season. I'd like to continue from here, obviously. The team of choice led as early as the seventh minute when Kurt Lengis broke through the Chiefs' defence before debutant Tamsang Lakteise scored an added time of the first half. And of course, the coach Steve Kumpela says own goals happen in football. The former Chiefs defender says he also conceded own goals in his playing career and added he's happy with Kul's performance and how he's gelled with the team. But in terms of what happened with Sia, listen, accidents happen everywhere. And I had also had own goals in my career and I know exactly what happens in a player's mind. Our psyche and attitude and mentality at Chiefs is more to acceptance and support to fellow teammates. When they commit an error, we don't highlight their error. Instead, we are very close to them to absorb the mistake so that they can get back to their levels of confidence. Ignore it. If you can't change it, ignore it. Look for something positive to elevate his game. And if we had put more pressure on him, I wonder if we would have seen the bicycle kick. Maybe we could have gone crazy substituting. You wouldn't have got that. So we kept on the positive attitude and feel, the influence, the protection, the support, and that is what happened. And I'm happy for him. Kobela didn't have many striking options as some of his goal scorers, including Bungan Indulula, Sipilele and Tembo, were nursing injuries. But the 48-year-old former Maritzburg United coach relied on David Zula and Bernard Parker, who netted chief second for goals. He says he's happy with how the players played, but he needs to work on helping them recover possession as soon as they lose it. The, the unfortunate thing is Pelele, the hamstring is too tight and we felt we should not risk it further. That's one of them. From there, Ndulula has got an abductor muscle. It's also giving him problems. Abrao, obviously, foreigner, he needs to get his work permit. Sula as well, work permit. So all those were left with Zulu. That is why we ended up pushing Paka. We're trying to manipulate things. Uh, from a striking point of view, based on those injuries and selection were our main reasons. However, it's nice to see teams play football like this and goals scored like this because whoever was not here is going to miss out. And the only thing maybe that we would need to concentrate on is that in as much as we're playing so well, very constructive, very progressive, but try to be ready then to react when you lose possession. Then your retention of the ball has to be such that you don't lose it easily. And upon losing it, how quick do you pounce so that the opponent does not catch you out of balance?
Munlan Ghazi, Meritsburg United coach, says he's delighted with how his charges played and feels they'd learnt a great deal. He says the team can only grow from playing such intense and competitive matches. I thought uh, it was a great game for spectators, uh, not a very good game from the coaching perspective. If you concede five goals as a coach, it's not a very good indication. But if you have to consider again that it was the first match uh, of the season, Maybe we did not have the advantage that uh, other teams had of playing so many training matches of this calibre. But having said that, I'm still proud of the team. Uh, last season we were one team that was very less scoring team. I think we were number three. And then, but on the defensive side, but today it was the other way around. I, I am not proud that we considered five. I'm proud of the effort from the team. I think we can only grow from here. Nagazi says after Compella left, they analysed the team's style of play and realised that they were conceding too many goals at times. But he's vowed to work on their defence because it's not ideal to give away five goals in a match. Steve left a team, uh, created history in Marisbeck and I was part of the same team. But there was an analysis that uh, was handed to the team when he left. Uh, one, my, my task was working on that, on that analysis. One of the factors that were in the analysis was uh, our team gets into the final third, but we don't we don't finish. We're very poor. So one, we've been working on that. Uh, I think there's a change in how quickly we get into when we regain the ball, how quickly the outcome of the first goal. We're working on that. Set pieces. The, when we first came, Steve and I uh, in Marisbeck, I think the team scored seven goals in set pieces. But last season it tried out. So that was one error that I'm working on. Based on the goals we scored. I'm comfortable that is with what we are working on, but considering then again, I have to go back and work on the defense, which is what is solidified before. Led by Martin Kremer, Mining Weekly offers unrivaled global coverage of the resources industry and the companies and people shaping it. Subscribe now at miningweekly.com. Kremer Media's Mining Weekly, mining news around the clock. CSL Radio Show. That's all we've got time for on the show tonight. Now, Lady Muleo is up next after the news with the talk shop. She's live from Emperor's Palace tonight. Catch more sport with Janet Whitten on AM Live tomorrow morning. Enjoy Brad Brown tomorrow for the, all the Friday action between 6.30 and 7 p.m. on SFM Sports Wrap. But from uh, the team tonight, Siobhan Chetty, me, Dwayne DeLocca. Have a lovely evening. Cheers. It's 7 o'clock.